0: Welcome to a star witness. Hello, everyone. This is Kayla bringing another episode. And today, once again, I have with me my mother Renee. Welcome.
1: Hi, well, thank you. Good to be here.
0: It's great to have you. And today we are going to talk about sunshine, which will be very interesting. So stay tuned. But as usual, before we get started, let's say a word of prayer. So with that, let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful day. Lord, thank you for giving us sunshine to help us with our health and to be in a bright world and to see all of the beauty that you have created for us and all of the many blessings, Lord, you have provided everything that we need in the world with your natural remedies that you've given us, such as sunshine and fresh air, and all of the other many wonderful things that we talk about and see on a daily basis. And we sometimes take that for granted. So, Lord, we just want to thank you and praise you, and help us to learn more of you through your natural remedies and help us to teach others about it as well, so that they can have better health and so that we can live with a good, clean, holy temple so that we may abide with you forever. We ask all these things in your precious, holy, wonderful son's name. Amen. Amen.
1: All right, so let's get started. Okay, well, first of all, we're gonna start in Genesis 1 and verses 14 through 18, say, and God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the ear, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. So here it talks about the two great lights that God made, which was the sun, and the moon. And then in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 7, it says, Truly the light is sweet, and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. And verse 11 in chapter 7, just the opposite, is, There is profit to them that see the sun. And all oh, that is true because I miss it so much. These last few days we've had, besides yesterday, were so full of rain and ice and snow and yucky weather. I couldn't get outside and I really missed it so yesterday when the sun was out I went out and it felt so good to be back in the sun.
0: Yes you do miss it when the winter comes especially it seems to be a lot of cold wintry days you can't really get out when it's windy or icy or cold so you start to really look forward to spring and summer when you can't get that good sun that you want and I love the description of Genesis when it was all started because We see here are in our world the sunshine that makes everything grow and the moon that controls, you know, our gravitational pull and the oceans and all that stuff. So it is very important, sunshine. We use it all of the time, not only for our health, but for what we eat and what we do. And MM 223.4 says nature will want some assistance to bring things to their proper condition, which may be found in the simplest remedies, especially in the use of nature's own furnished remedies. Pure air, and with a precious knowledge of how to breathe pure water, with a knowledge how to apply it. Plenty of sunlight in every room in the house, if possible, and with an intelligent knowledge of what advantages are to be gained
1: by its use. Yes, we need to open up the blinds, open up the drapes, open up everything during the day and let the sun shine in. It's good for us, even better to be outside, but it's still good for us to let the sun in the house. We don't want to keep our drapes closed and everything dark and dingy all day. We want the precious sunlight to shine in. I hate it when you go somewhere and it's all dark and dingy and it's not bright and sunny and the blinds aren't open and stuff. It's like, wow, you guys live in a dungeon. (laughs) There's also the spiritual
0: aspect about the sun which we may get into but I will just say this a little bit. That's why I like the subject of light so much because it has twofold meanings. When you see the sun shine out there you think about your health and everything but then you also think about where Jesus says that he's the light of the world and he's the son of righteousness and that we are to be lights to the world as well.
1: Right and another quote i like to read is in Ministry of Healing page 127 and it says pure air, sunlight, abstemiousness, rest, exercise, proper diet, the use of water, trust and divine power. These are the true remedies. Every person should have a knowledge of nature's remedial agencies and how to apply them. It is essential both to understand the principles involved in the treatment of the sick and to have a practical training that will enable one rightly to use this knowledge. So sunlight is one of the true remedies. I believe it because I know someone back last year who when they had COVID, as soon as they got in the sun it really helped them to get well faster to stop coughing and it was wonderful remedy it's a great remedy
0: it's really amazing how something so simple can heal so powerfully yes that shows what an amazing god we serve right and we should educate ourselves not only to live in harmony with the laws of health but to teach others the better way and that's in c g 361.2 right so once we know the truth we have to help others to know the truth
1: exactly And we're also told in 11 manuscript release page 187 to become more intelligent in regard to the laws of life. So we have to become intelligent. We have to learn these things so we can educate and help other people why because we're told in mm 259 educate people in the laws of life so that they may know how to preserve health
0: yes and we're also told that we are to make the most of sunshine so while the day is bright and the sun is shining we need to make the most of it and be outside and not stay indoors all the day long and that's found in spm 137.2
1: right why because pure air good water sunshine the beautiful surrounding of nature. These are his means for restoring the sick to health in natural ways. So this is God's mean to help us to get better.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things we kind of touched on in some of our other health talks, especially when we were talking about how to combat coronavirus, is that we need to be out in the sun when we start feeling sick, whether it's coronavirus or just a simple cold. We need that vitamin D. We need that sunshine and fresh air.
1: Right. It's It truly saves lives. It really does and I can testify to that because I know someone who I helped last year with COVID and the sun really did save them. So not only are we to know what the remedies are for sickness and disease, but we are to know how to properly apply each one. All it takes is for one misapplication of any of the remedies and the whole body can suffer. So we really do have to educate ourselves and learn what to do, when to do it, why to do it, how to do it, how much to do it, etc
0: important to know so that we can have our body not suffer and that's why even the bible counsels us with the verses that we read in ecclesiastes about how much profit the sun does and these are the benefits in seeing the sun the rays of the sunshine are penetrating into the eye and medical science has proven that those who wear sunglasses do not get the proper benefit of vitamin d because the rays of the sun are not penetrating the eye and what happens is the rays of the sunshine enter the eye, which then goes into the retina of the eye, which then triggers the pineal gland located in the brain to release hormones in the body. And this is responsible for 2,000 plus hormonal functions in the body. And these functions
1: will not take place unless the sunshine enters the eye. That is amazing. Well, you know, Matthew 6, 22 says, The light of the body is the eye. Also, another thing is wearing face makeup and sunscreen. It can prevent you from getting the proper levels of sunshine through your skin. You don't want to cover yourself in those things, and they aren't healthy anyway, which is a whole other topic.
0: Yeah, but people are concerned about sun cancer and all of those things.
1: Right, and the thing is is that we're told that our face is made to withstand 10 times more than the other parts of our body so if you're outside and your face is exposed and your hands are okay too you're not going to get cancer because those parts of your body are able to take it whereas when you have your shoulders exposed and your back and your legs and your stomach that's not good you want those parts of your body covered up and we will get into
0: that in the future about how to dress
1: right so vitamin d now i'm gonna tell you how it was discovered actually it's improperly named. It was discovered back in the 1930s. It's really not a vitamin at all. It's actually a hormonal system. It's responsible for approximately 2,000 plus functions in the body. In just about every disease known to man, lab tests show a marked deficiency in vitamin D levels. Vitamin D experts today say that the proper levels should be between 80 to 100 and yet many many doctors will tell you when you're at around 50 that you're fine. That is not correct. You need to get the right test, which we'll get into later. Well, I might as well say it now. It's called a 25-hydroxy. 30% of doctors have the wrong levels checked. They do the one twenty five hydroxy. That's the incorrect test. You want the twenty five hydroxy test done. And in autistic children, research and studies have found that those with the levels at 80 and above, they showed a hundred and eighty degree turnabout in many of the patients. That's amazing. That is Just amazing. Just from having the proper amount of sunshine. Wow. Yeah. And vitamin D also is a fat soluble vitamin. So if you are very deficient in vitamin d you need to get the vitamin d liquid that's in olive oil or some other type of fat i don't know what other fat they might use well don't get it in lard or any kind of animal fat or canola oil but you can buy a very good one on vitacost.com that is with olive oil And that's the kind you want, any kind of plant fat. And during the winter months especially, there's a lot of states where there's a lack of sunshine and they might have to supplement. Now, don't get me wrong, if the sun's not shining, you still can go outside and get your vitamin D. Only if it's raining or snowing, you won't. But when it's cloudy outside and if you go outside and you're out riding your bike, taking a walk or whatever, you will get the proper vitamin D from the sun, even though it's cloudy. Alaska,
0: we're looking at you (laughs) during those
1: months where you're in darkness. Right. Oh, and one more thing about the supplement, do not get it from a pharmacy. That's not a good place to get it. So you have to look for a place that has the liquid drops and you only need a couple drops a day. Well, not at first, if you're really, really deficient, you might have to take more to get your levels up. But anyway, 95% of the world's population does well with just 5,000 IUs a day for a couple months. And some people might need 10,000 a day. But remember, some science is now showing that vitamin D supplementation may actually be toxic to your body. So you have to use it with caution. That's one reason why you don't want it from a pharmacy. D2 is known to be the most common form and is plant-based. And word of mouth has it that there is a plant-based D3, but I can't verify that 100%.
0: Now, something to also remember, sitting indoors in front of a window is not going to give you the proper levels of vitamin D needed to maintain good health. And to learn more about vitamin D and how it works in the body, you can go ahead and check out some links that we have. You can contact us to get the links. You can email me at astarwitness at gmail.com or leave the comments in the comment section. But we have some links by a Dr. Scott Grievous who used to work at one of the lifestyle centers called Wildwood. But if you're interested, just contact us and we can get you those YouTube links. It's very knowledgeable, very interesting.
1: One more thing. Everything God has, Satan has a counterfeit. The very hours that we're told to avoid are the hours that are the most beneficial to our health. Improper times can have an effect on the units of vitamin D our bodies can make. The earlier hours of the sunshine are found to be more beneficial than the later hours. So if your shadow is shorter than you are, you're getting the levels needed. If your shadow is taller, you're going to get a great tan, but not the best levels. So when your shadow is shorter than you are, that usually takes place when the sun is mid-high in the sky. And for every one minute in the sun, you get 1,000 IUs of vitamin D. Get all the sunshine you can. It's a fallacy that we should avoid it. And the best times to be out are between 10 and 2. If your vitamin D is very low, you want to start out with 30,000 IUs twice a day for seven days. Then reduce it down to 10,000 IUs for 30 days. But you still want to sit in the sun from 10 to 2 if you're in the United States. And if you're in the Caribbean, then you want to sit out between nine and three o'clock. And if you are dark skinned, you need to sit out in the sun at least for a couple hours. Whereas light skinned people can get by with seven and a half to 45 minutes, but a half an hour for sure. But two hours is better. Just do as much as you can. That's the thing is to be out in that sun. And then once you get your vitamin D at the proper level, then you can just do a couple drops a day with the vitamin D drops that I recommended. That is good to know. And how much sunshine should a person
0: get each day? Well, in CD 302.3, she says this. I must become acquainted with myself. I must be a learner always as to how to take care of this building. The body God has given. Given me that I may preserve it in the very best condition of health. I must get all the sunshine that it is possible for me to obtain. I must have wisdom to be a faithful guardian of my body. Now, not everybody can be in the sunshine all day long because we have work, we have jobs, we have responsibilities that we have to do, but get as much as you can possibly get.
1: Right. So it doesn't say please avoid the sun at all costs and stay indoors all day long. It says get all the sun to light that's possible. Now, medical. Science is even proving that sunshine actually helps get rid of cancer instead of causing it. If one is eating a plant-based diet and obeying the laws of health, you really don't have to worry about getting cancer from the sun. And like we
0: talked about before, it has a lot to do with how we are dressed while we are outside, which is a whole nother topic. But sunshine is really good for our health, as we've been talking about. And nature is God's physician, the pure air, the glad sunshine, the beautiful flowers and trees the orchards and vineyards and outdoor exercise amid these surroundings are health giving and the elixir of life that's found in ch 170.1 and that is why the lord made this world to be as beautiful as it is it's so to encourage us to go outside and spend time in it to look at the beauty that has been given us
1: i just love looking at the things outside, especially flowers. I love flowers. And I was just talking with my daughter-in-law the other day and she said she couldn't wait to plant flowers. She bought these two big pots that they're gonna put outside and plant some flowers and she was looking forward to spring and I'm like, yes, 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 me too. <laughs> it's
0: wonderful to see all of the beauty surrounding everything and the beautiful waterfalls and the trees. And even with all of the sin that has happened all all of these years, our world is still a beautiful place. And and yes. that is such a blessing that the Lord has given to
1: us. Ministry of Healing page 264 says, How glad would they be to sit in the open air, rejoice in sunshine, and breathe the fragrance of trees, flowers. Remember when we walk up to the creek and we can smell the pine trees? It's so beautiful to look at them and smell them. It's like, take a deep breath. It's like, oh, smell the pine trees. It's There's lovely. nothing
0: quite like the smell of a pine tree. It is magnificent. magnificent.
1: Magnificent. We have so many here. It's such a blessing.
0: I love it. It reminds me of just you know fresh air and that outdoor good feeling and then I see a bug and I'm like okay go away. (laughs) But regardless of the creepy crawlies outside regardless of all of that we need to be outside because it is wonderful to be outdoors and to feel invigorating. That's why it's called invigorating and how that we need to rejoice in the sunshine because when we have a good attitude of going outside and spending time outside our health is improved as well. It's a direct correlation. Everything correlates with one another. If we're going outside with a bad attitude, it's not going to do much good for us. That's why we have to rejoice in the blessings that we are given because it is a blessing. And the occupations requiring sedentary habits are the most dangerous for they take men away from the open air and sunshine. We find this in FE 319.2.
1: Also in FE 73.3 it says, nothing short of nature's invigorating air and sunshine will fully meet the demands of the system wow that's amazing
0: Well, that's just awesome to know that God gives us this kind of information before medical science catches up with what God already knows
1: right well you know meanwhile we all enjoy the sunshine that comes to us and find much comfort in spite of the cold and snow while we're waiting for nature to put on her fresh bright garments of rejoicing we're told in HP 274 so the sun like I said is still in the sky even though we can't see it in the cold weather and cloudy days you just bundle up and go outdoors anyway because you're still going to get that benefit and I even have a video link that if you're interested you could ask for to get the facts behind that
0: now if you have children please get them outside and play outside take away those devices they don't need to be sitting and doing all of the stuff that children nowadays do they can do that in the evening just get them out. Outside to play and run around. FE 60.3 says little children should be permitted to run and play out of doors and enjoying the fresh pure air and the life-giving sunshine and
1: they'll sleep better at night too yes they do that's true it does tire them out that fresh air really does help you to sleep better so
0: if you want them to expend some of that energy they have send them outdoors
1: (laughs) go out and play with them yes
0: go outside and play with your children because you get your fresh air and sunshine and exercise all at the same time and so do they
1: Read testimony page 75 says your habit of writing out in the open air and sunshine has been very beneficial. Your life out of doors has sustained you so that you have the measure of physical strength that you now enjoy. Nothing like being outdoors riding a horse. <laughs> Wish I had one. I know, you That's what that quote always reminds me of. It's like, oh, riding in the open air.
0: Everybody owned a horse back then. Nowadays, only those who can afford it can own a horse. It's like horses are more expensive than cars. <laughs> well, there are more upkeep, that's for sure. Well, sunshine is also a remedy for the sick which we talked about briefly, but let's get more into it now. 2SM 298.3 says, fresh air and sunshine, cheerfulness within and without the institution, pleasant words and kindly acts. These are the remedies that the sick need, which I was just talking about this briefly, how we need to be cheerful when we're outside, but this is especially true when we are taking care of somebody who is sick. We should not be complaining in front of them. We should not have a low spirit in front of them. We should not allow it anywhere in the atmosphere because it is very true that atmosphere is felt. You can feel the oppressing nature of somebody who has a bad attitude.
1: Right, that's true. And you know, what reminds me of is these poor folks sitting in a nursing home somewhere or assisted living that never get to go outside. They just lay in their bed or get pushed in a wheelchair and just sit there breathing in the same old stale air and never get to go outside in the sun. It's so sad.
0: Those you who are nurses and doctors, let me tell you, a patient really appreciates and notices when they have a nurse or person who takes care of them who is sunny and cheerful and kind. And I know it can be hard, especially after the long hours you work at a hospital, but just keep in mind that it does go toward healing your patient when you are cheerful and kind and pleasant to them. So keep that in mind while you are out there doing the good work of helping people.
1: Well, Councils on Health, page 166 says, Pure air, good water, sunshine, the beautiful surroundings of nature, these are his means for restoring the sick to health and ways. To the sick, it is worth more than silver or gold to lie in the sunshine or in the shade of the trees. Look at that! It is worth more than silver or gold when you're sick to get out in the Sun. Even in the shade you're still getting the benefit because some people can't sit directly in the Sun and have the Sun beating on them especially like in places where it's super hot but get out in the shade.
0: I wish hospitals were built in such a way that you could have uh, an open open air, sunshine concept of getting the patients outside a lot of the time. That would be magnificent if that was something that was possible. Right. Also, MM225.1 says, the sick should be educated to have confidence in nature's great blessings, which God has provided. And the most effective remedies for disease are pure soft water, the blessed God-given sunshine coming into the rooms of the invalids, living outdoors as much as possible, having health. Full exercise, eating and drinking foods that are prepared in the most healthful manner. Let me tell you something about hospital food. <laughs> yeah.
1: What would you know about it? You've never been in one. I've heard plenty. <laughs> Except for when you were born, but then all the food you had was breast milk.
0: Listen here. I've heard the horror stories of hospital yeah. food. Everybody knows the horror stories of hospital food. That's right. Bring your own food to the hospital.
1: <laughs> I always told Kayla, if I ever end up in the hospital, you better be bringing me some food because I won't be eating that
0: food. <laughs> yep, I can rely on you for the same. So I'm glad. I'm thankful for that. But it is true. All of these things are true. All of these things connect together like a neat puzzle that you put together and they all need each other to benefit one another. You can't have one without the other because if you get sunshine and not pure air, your lungs are affected. And you know, you are going to still get the benefit of sunshine, but you know, you need all of it together.
1: Well, you know, the next quote says in MM232, I will do. My my utmost to show the life-giving power of sunshine and fresh air. How much better it is for the sick to be in the open air than within four walls. So many people make the mistake that when someone is sick, oh, bundle up, stay in bed, close the door, close the windows, don't give them any outside draft or anything. That is a mistake. Get that person out in the sun no matter what.
0: Bundle them up if you have to and just sit
1: them in a nice, comfortable chair outdoors
0: and it's says in 2SM 289.2, the Lord has provided antidotes for diseases. By using the blessings provided by God for our benefit, we are cooperating with him. He can use water and sunshine in healing maladies brought on by indiscretion or accident. That is amazing. That is wonderful. That is a promise right there given to yes. us that it's because of the Lord that these things are helping us. He gave them to us for a reason and he can use them to help heal us whether it's by our own doing or by an accident that happened to us
1: well, all healing comes from God period but when we use these natural remedies we're not putting our faith in them we're putting our faith in God because he gave us these things and told us to use them and when we use them he blesses our efforts and therefore comes healing right it says blessings
0: provided by God for our benefit and we are cooperating with him when we are using those exactly. things that he has given us.
1: Some people think that they're putting their faith in those things and that's why I wanted to clarify.
0: Yeah we're not putting our faith in things we're putting our faith in the God who
1: made the things. In fact that brings us to our next quote it says in HL which is Healthful Living 247 make use of the remedies God has provided. See first it tells us God has provided these remedies then it says pure air sunshine and the intelligent use of water are beneficial agents in the restoration of health and that is so true doing hydrotherapy getting out in the sunshine these are things that God has given us to do to use to make our health better
0: we will be talking about water next month in fact and the importance of it so stay tuned for that it's going to be very interesting also to refuse the remedies which they may as well have as not without paying a doctor's fee to neglect to let into every room in the house God's pure. Air and sunshine shows a lack of faith in Him. Wow. That's an mm 262.2. So if you're refusing to use the blessings that He has given you, you're showing a lack of faith in the One who created these blessings and
1: created you.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) Jesus asked if He would find faith when He returns to Earth, and so remembers what Hebrews 11 verse 6 says: "But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for he that cometh." God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him.
0: Amen. And that is true.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Now, sunshine helps with the following things. It improves your sleep. It decreases cholesterol levels, decreases blood sugar levels, helps lower high blood pressure, decreases depression, and helps with blood
1: clots. It also elevates mood levels, improves digestion, helps with circulation, helps Alzheimer's, improves your heart rate, your appetite, and helps the liver to detoxify and even helps in the fight of cancer and gives strength to the weak.
0: It also improves memory and improves eyesight. It helps in detoxification and reduces your stress. and improves lung problems like asthma, pneumonia, bronchitis, and other things and helps reverse colds and flu. It helps in the removal of plaque from the arteries and gives tone
1: to the skin. It also helps prevent skin cancer and other types of cancer and it helps with over 2,000 plus hormonal functions in the body. It helps improve your thyroid function, strengthens your immune system helps your bones, and helps with the reduction of paint and many other things.
0: That is amazing that, that it helps with yes, all of those things.
1: It is. So now other things about sunshine. When you purchase a house, be sure that you have windows in every room so that you can get sunlight in. We're told in Ministry of Healing page 274, in the building of houses it is especially important to secure thorough ventilation and plenty of sunlight.
0: I think a lot of modern houses that you find in the cities don't really have a lot of windows. A lot of good air and sunlight in those rooms because especially with the apartment buildings and those houses that are built smushed together.
1: Oh yes.
0: You can't have windows in every single room because people will be looking in well, your you room. you can't
1: in an apartment anyway because apartments are side by side by side so you might have windows on two walls maybe three but you're always going to have one wall that you don't have any windows because it's connected to the apartment next to you
0: right so uh, just be careful with choosing the place that you stay in that you have plenty of natural sunlight and a way to have ventilation coming in through the whole house keep that in mind when you're looking for some place to live
1: also in 2 testimonies 527 it says if you would have your home sweet and inviting make them bright with air and sunshine remove your heavy curtains open the windows throw back the blinds and enjoy the rich sunlight even if it be at the expense of the color of your carpets the precious sunlight may fade your carpets but it will give a healthful color to the cheeks of your children and yourself as well i may add
0: yeah we would rather have our stuff fade away than to deal with mildew and mold yeah And that is damaging to our lungs. In ML 138.6, it says, When God had made our world, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, he said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. Shall we close our houses and exclude from them the light which God has pronounced good? No, (laughs) we
1: should not. That is an amazing quote. I love it. Yes, it is. Here's another good one. CTBH, and it says on page 106, some houses are furnished expensively. More to gratify pride than for the comfort and convenience or health of the family. The best rooms are kept closed and dark, lest the light might injure the rich furniture, fade the carpets, or tarnish the picture frames. When visitors are permitted to be seated in these precious rooms, they are in danger of taking cold because of the damp atmosphere pervading them. Whoever occupies which have not been freely exposed to the air and sunlight do so at the risk of health and often even of life itself. Wow.
0: You know, this is true. And this is also what we do. We don't make our beds right away when we get out of them in the morning. We pull back the sheets and everything and the blankets. And then we let it air out for a good couple of hours before making the bed so that it has a chance to air out from you sleeping in it all night long right. and so that it gets some of that sunshine from the windows coming in and so you don't have that musk and that mildew that can build up or that can cause it and no fumes in the bed. It's good to air it out too. It's
1: just good for to air it out and then also we wash our bedding every single week. That's very important too. A lot of people will wait two weeks. That's not healthy. Yeah. You need to wash the bedding every single week.
0: Right. So it's good to have good health. And part of that good health is keeping things in a clean, orderly fashion. You know, and I can also attest to the fact that sunshine is good because I lived in a place where there was black mold for an extended period of time. And I would have my window open almost all of the time because I just needed to breathe in that fresh air. It damaged my lungs for a little while luckily when i got home and i I wasn't living in that place anymore i was able to do some natural remedies and really help my lungs restore because living in that environment i didn't have a choice i couldn't live anywhere else but right that's when you were a missionary overseas right that sunshine and that fresh air really helped me to not get worse than i think i could have if i hadn't had
1: that well listen to this quote it says in ry page 130 the guest chamber you know other words, the guest room, should have equal care with the rooms intended for constant use. Like the other bedrooms, it should have air and sunshine and should be provided with some means of heating to dry out the dampness that always accumulates in a room not in constant use. Whoever sleeps in a sunless room or occupies a bed that has not been thoroughly dried and aired does so at the risk of health and often of life. If I remember right, I I remember reading somewhere where Ellen White said that one of her babies died from that. I can't remember. I'll have to look that up, but they slept in a cold, damp bed, and it made him sick, and that's why he died.
0: That is very sad. Yeah, she lost two of her children, unfortunately, but it is very true, and we were just talking about the gas chamber and how it puts at risk our life, so it's very important to have that sunshine and that air even in a room that's hardly used, especially in a room that's not use because it has more risk of getting stuff built up in there
1: well it says in healthful living page 142 every room in your dwelling should be daily thrown open to the healthful rays of the sun and the purifying air should be invited in this will be a preventative of disease if all would appreciate the sunshine and expose every article of clothing to its drying purifying rays mildew and mold would be prevented
0: and an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure
1: absolutely and you know, some people think that's just an old wives' saying, but it's actually in the spirit of prophecy.
0: That saying was popular back then, too. And also in MH 128.1, it says, Too little attention is generally given to the preservation of health. It is far better to prevent disease than to know how to treat it when it is contracted.
1: Yes, it is. That is a very, very true statement because prevention is much better than trying to have to be sick and figure out what to do and then suffer through all that and lose time at work or whatever, it's easier to just stay healthy.
0: For sure. And no room is fit to be slept in unless it has several hours each day in the sunlight, which CCH 149.2 tells us that very same thing and that we need to throw open the doors daily to get in that fresh air and sunshine.
1: Right. Now, how often should each room be exposed to sunshine? It says there should be a circulation of air and abundance of light through every apartment of the house for several hours each day. That's in CTPA. Page 106, paragraph 3. We talked about getting sunburned, but I do have some links available if anybody wants to watch these videos. It's about to prevent sunburn and why you shouldn't wear sunscreen and to put on more clothing according to research. So if you're interested in those links, just uh, leave a message and we'll get those to you. So now we're gonna talk about what about a sunburned face and hands. What about that? Well, this is what I was saying earlier in second testimonies page. 531 it says the lord provided the face with an immense circulation because it must be exposed and then what if the sun does burn your face and hands brown the sun and air will do them more good than water baths can do without these blessings we're told in h.r july 1st 1868 paragraph 2 so see it's good to get out there and let the sun burn your face let the sun burn your hands i don't mean stay out there for 10 hours have your face beat red but if you're out there for a couple hours and your face gets a little red so what it's okay it's healthy for you
0: and also we want to know what will prevent heat exhaustion well cd 95.2 says the less sugar introduced into the food in its preparation the less difficulty will be experienced because of the heat of the climate which is very fascinating that less Mm -hmm. sugar is in direct correlation with a heat climate of experiencing overheating
1: yeah another thing people ask is well what should Drink in the hot weather? Well, here's a quote. 6MR says, We have pressed out the juice from the lemons, also, in order that we may furnish platable drink for hot weather. That's in on page 135. So here we are. Drink lemon water. That's perfect drink for hot weather.
0: Also, we are to study and teach the laws of preventive medicine. So once we study these things, we have to teach them. Like we've been saying throughout all of the podcasts, all of the times that we tell you these things. It's because we have a duty and a responsibility to others. And medical ministry, page 223, says, There is now positive need, even with physicians, reformers in the line of treatment of disease, to interestingly instruct those who look to them for medical skill to ascertain the cause of their infirmities. They should call their attention in a special manner to the laws which God has established, which cannot be violated with impunity. They dwell much much on the working of disease, but do not, as a general rule, arouse the attention to the laws which must be sacredly and intelligently obeyed to prevent disease. And I say I'd have to agree with her, not much has changed. There's few doctors out there, there are some, but there are a few doctors out there who actually tell people how to prevent diseases and how to live a good lifestyle in order to avoid these kinds of diseases that they're treating their patients for
1: right a lot of times you go to the doctor and they'll say oh here take this pill here's a prescription do this do that but when you go to the doctor and he says hey go outside and get some exercise get some sunshine get some fresh air and drink some water people be like huh (laughs) huh where's my prescription doc that was it go do it that's what we need many times we don't need to be taking all these drugs that are going to harm our body and just make our body have to fight that off we need to get out and get in the fresh air and sunshine if you want good health you have to work for it well you know there's a quote that says perfect circulation brings about perfect health something to that effect I can't remember exactly how it goes but that's good and by exercising and getting outside it does help our circulation and so we need to make sure that we're dressed properly again we'll get into that in the future but being dressed properly it helps your body to circulate properly and you want that blood flowing properly throughout your body so that you can have that good circulation so you do have that good health
0: exactly well that was very fascinating and I want to say thank you for coming on and helping and teaching you're welcome thank you for having me always a pleasure and I want to tell you guys to remember what it says in Matthew 516 to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven and go out and get some sunshine and with that being said let your light so shine so that you are a star witness for the lord